0: Alright, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, uh, it's one of our special trailer roundup episodes. We are going to take a look at October, the spooky month of October, and uh, figure out what's coming out soon and kind of guess some puzzle pieces just based on trailers for about 10 movies that are coming in the month of October. We'll also take a quick look back at September. Uh, joining me, as always, for these special trailer episodes is Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year, which is right now posting a bunch of bonus episodes before getting into their next season. They just wrapped up the season on 1992, and uh, it was an awesome year for movies, obviously, and excited for the next season. So that is coming up, uh, but let's take a quick look back before we get into this conversation with Jason about the movies coming in October, and look at some listener-provided puzzle pieces for some of the movies we covered in September. Um, I got a few here. Uh, first of all, for Pearl, uh, which we covered on the show with Paul Hibbard, Johnny Orcutt from the A24 Film Group mentioned *Straight Jacket* with Joan Crawford. And uh, I've never actually seen it, but um, the poster with her wielding an axe, uh a pretty good clue um, of why he would bring that one up uh from my son Hunter which I still can't believe we actually covered um Adam Wells over in the Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces Facebook group mentioned Citizen Kane obviously uh they thought they were making something very special with that movie <laughs> and then uh See How They Run which we just did a, a, an amazing live episode which was our most recent episode of piecing it together at the moment uh someone in the theater actually mentioned Murder by Death which uh, I told him that I knew about the meta elements of that and how it would make a great uh, piece. But I actually haven't seen it, so I need to watch that movie. It sounds great. And then our guest Raul, his wife, mentioned Rope, which uh, I think we could see how that would work. And then uh, Josie DeMarco over in the Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces group said they might be giants. So those are some listener puzzle pieces for episodes we covered in September. As always, if you think of any puzzle pieces we should have brought up... Get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. And I'll read them on the trailer episode the following month as we look back and then look forward. So, speaking of looking forward, let's talk about some movies coming in October. All right. Jason Harris is with us. It's time for another month of trailers. Jason, how's it going? Dave.
1: It's that time of the year again. It's my favorite time of the year. I love the holiday season. You yeah. know me, happy go lucky, always, yeah, always just you. right, right on the level, right on the surface. You know, but I do love uh, the holiday season, and it's the best time of year for movies. So uh, I'm hoping we're going to get some good ones. How are you, Dave?
0: I am. I'm doing great. I'm uh, very excited to talk to you today. We got a lot of movies to cover. We have a lot of September movies to look back at. I think. Uh at least I saw a bunch of them, but I'm not sure about you. But we'll, we'll see if we get a few. into them. I saw Yeah. A few. Do you so like the that, holidays, cool. Dave? For... I, I love the holidays. Plus, my birthday is in October. Oh I, my god! It, everything starts in October, and the rest of the year is great. Always, you know. Well, you tell uh, me
1: what we're gonna do for your birthday off air, because I don't want all these you know <laughs> suck pigs in your audience trying to glom on to your birthday party.
0: <laughs> Jason has such a way with words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we'll figure that out off mic for sure, but uh, let's take a look back at September before we get into the spooky month of October. We got a lot of spooky movies on our list, but uh, for September, we talked about Hawk for Jesus, Save Your Soul, which unfortunately was kind of eh, I think. You watched that, right? Yeah,
1: I did watch it, and not only that, it was even more eh for me because it was on Peacock, and on my TV, the aspect ratio didn't change. So I was uh, like, what kind of filmmaking technique is this? Like, where it's like, sometimes it's verite and sometimes when it's convenient, it's not. But I, I think I would have enjoyed it a little more if I had seen it in the correct aspect ratio changing. Cause that's geez, part of the yeah. story the whole time, you know?
0: So. Yeah, that's really strange, but, uh. Yeah, I mean, I would have enjoyed it more with a crowd, I'm sure. But yeah, I mean, it just didn't quite work story-wise. I thought the two of them were great. Uh, We didn't cover it on the the show as a full episode, but, um, you know, we talked about it last month. And it's got its moments, and the two stars are great. Uh, It just didn't all kind of come together. Um, Why do you
1: think you would have enjoyed it more with a crowd? This isn't like Jaws or something like that. I don't know. I think
0: it would have been funnier, at least. Like, even if it didn't all work out uh, story-wise, I think there would have been bigger laughs rather than just a couple of chuckles here and there.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to disagree with you. I think it's just what it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, perhaps. Next up, a movie I did not watch yet, but I think we know is just awful and that's pinocchio did you watch pinocchio you've got a kid did you uh... but but i didn't watch it the pinocchio because he's supposed to be so bad (laughs) he's supposed to be just awful everybody hates (laughs) this movie uh yeah i don't know and
1: supposedly uh he doesn't talk like that at all but maybe (laughs) looking back that was the move dave what do you think so
0: i don't know i i i as we know we're all pretty much worn out on these uh you know live action disney remakes as it is and then this one just with the bad reviews and it just seems like it kind of is a perfect storm of blah so
1: i uh, feel like you know i know marvel and star wars are still killing it but is disney really setting himself up for a precipitous fall by like not developing any original content and being like hey Know this movie that people love? Let's make a crappy live action version that's got none of the soul of the original and just go from there. I don't know, man. I don't like what's going on at Disney. I'll tell you that much, Bob Chapik.
0: (laughs) You tell them. You tell them. Uh, Next up, Clerks Three, which, uh, as you know, I watched and absolutely hated. I I, I hate starting off the episode so negative, but I I hated it so much. We're not going to cover it on the show. Uh, I will recommend that people go listen to Friend of the Show, Joe Black's one hour long analysis of the movie. I think it's just, it's actually a lot more fun than the movie itself um it's just it's so disappointing what's going on with kevin smith and these movies he's been making
1: you know i wanted to see it dave obviously uh original clerks means a lot to me and you and all these other people yeah and i love that he's doing the roadshow tour and you know that's a question for you do you think you would have enjoyed it more if you saw it in the roadshow setting but also i agree like I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't want to judge it, but I haven't heard many good things, except if you're in part of that, like the world of Kevin Smith's Facebook group. And then it's like, right. look who I met. Ooh, it had
0: all the feels. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's feels and it's just fan service. And it's just uh, just the snake eating its tail. And, and there's just nothing there anymore. And yeah, I don't know. I think I think it was worse than Jane Silent Bob Reboot. And uh, Don't know how that's possible. Yeah, exactly. So
1: do you think if you saw it with the crowd, you would have liked it?
0: I mean, it would be hard not to like get some of that energy from, you know, all of his fans just like going nuts for everything. Because make no mistake, you know. The hardcore, you know, uh, view a Universe fans, they all really did enjoy it, and good for them. I'm happy they did. I think some of that would have rubbed off on me, but uh, it's still just such an empty story and just redoing, rehashing things, and with no particular reason for redoing it all, uh, it's hard to imagine I'd have really liked it that much.
1: It's really amazing that you need a crowd to influence you so much on movies. It's like you can't think for yourself. <laughs>
0: I don't think that's what it is. I, th- I think <laughs> it's that uh, maybe it would enhance the experience a little bit. Let's put it that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, experiencing movies with a crowd, uh, next up is See How They Run, which we just did a live episode on in California. It was a really great time had some great guests come out that's the most recent episode of piecing it together at the time of this recording uh and the movie's good too i saw it once without a crowd and then once with a crowd and it was good both times uh you didn't watch it yet did you
1: i I didn't even know it's out where i live i'm not i'm not a piecing it i'm not on the piecing it together road show so you know (laughs) but uh but i did listen to your episode and i liked the live episode that was good
0: awesome yeah i think you'll like it um next up is the woman king which i'm actually planning on going to see tonight i haven't gotten a chance yet did you see it no
1: i don't know what there is there you know we all know viola davis is great but uh, this is i don't think this one needs to be seen in theaters you'll have to tell me but i you yeah. know maybe end of the year rainy day i'll give it a watch
0: all right next is pearl which i loved it's the uh prequel to x and i think better than x uh we did cover it on piecing it together we have an episode on it and uh yeah it's great i I think uh and i I think that people who have watched it have all been really loving it that's
1: exciting i watched x finally dave and i liked x so and you know i'm not a huge horror person but I, i did like x and i think i used it as a puzzle piece today so i'm looking forward to pearl
0: nice right on uh, don't worry, darling. Of course, with all of its, uh, you know, uh, behind the scenes drama, um, it finally came out and did pretty well. Uh, I did not get a chance to see it yet, but I'm hoping to later this week. Uh, even with all of its mixed reviews, um, you didn't see it, did you? What mixed reviews? It's supposed
1: to be terrible.
0: Some people liked it. I mean. Everything that I've heard about it, like, review-wise, makes it sound terrible, but there are people. It's got its fans, and so, I don't know. I, I'm I'm still interested in seeing it.
1: Yeah, you'll have to let me know. I definitely would not go to the theater to see this one.
0: Surprisingly, our next one, Rob Zombie's The Monsters, is getting some pretty good feedback. Um, as bad as that trailer was, uh, people are saying it's way better than the trailer would let on.
1: I have heard the same thing, I, you know, for the most part. There has been, of course, the few are like, this is just, is this even a, a movie at this point? But yeah, uh, we're going to have to watch that, I guess. I, I'll watch yeah. it. It's holiday season. And as you know, we're about to talk about a lot of Halloween movies. So
0: I'll just throw this one on the list. So Absolutely. Yeah. And it's not out in uh, wide release yet. So we'll be uh, getting that soon. It's on Netflix, isn't it?
1: It's not on Netflix?
0: Oh, you know what? It actually came out today on Netflix. So yeah, so I, I don't know why it's a September release. It probably should have been an October release anyway. But yeah, it's out today. So uh, hopefully you will get to watch that soon. But uh, anyway, uh, Blonde came out today um, on Netflix. And I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. Um, some people absolutely hate this movie because of the way uh, it treats Marilyn Monroe but some people say it's amazing. I I really don't know what to expect. I guess we'll see when I watch it.
1: I don't know either. I don't know if I can put up with uh, Andrew Dominic or is it Andrew or Andrew Andrea whatever. Andrew I, yeah, I don't know if I could put up with another three hour movie from this guy. I love Chopper, but everything since not a fan. So yeah.
0: uh, we'll see. We'll see. All right uh smile is out this weekend so obviously we haven't seen it yet but it's getting some pretty good uh reviews from the early screenings uh same goes for bros which um you know both of those were kind of a little mixed on what to expect from them so yeah i uh, don't know if bros is getting
1: good reviews is it
0: yeah, I've seen some really good uh, feedback on that one. There was just a screening last night, which uh, I wasn't able to go to. But yeah, I mean, hopeful for both of those. And then the greatest beer run ever, also not out, that comes out uh, tomorrow at the time of this recording. Um, yeah, that's also getting fairly like better than Green Book, but not by much. Kind of reviews. You know, but, it's
1: like, hey, these are tolerable. But I want to yeah. say of the three, like. Let's give a little dap to Smile with their ad campaigns and, like, yeah. really, you know, getting people involved via social media. And, you know, the movie, as we said, just looks insane anyway. So, like, I think they're doing a good job drumming up uh, uh, Smiles to see the movie. Smile. Yeah. Excitement. Yeah. I like it. Hey, Dave, <laughs> that was the last one, right? Yeah. Well, as you know, I'm uh, I'm not in the Las Vegas Film Critics Society, Mm. but uh, I just wanted to (laughs) I wanted to mention a few that I did see that were from August that I didn't have the um, the time to see that you had seen already. I saw it because, you know, it was three dollar movie day. I caught up. Uh, Jason making 000, his
0: own rules for the episode, but that's three thousand years Let's of
1: it. longing. I know you loved. You're you're dumb. Uh, yes. Emily the criminal, one of the better movies of the year. Really liked mm. that one. And then um, I mentioned X, which was from earlier. But what about you know we didn't cover that came out this month on Peacock was Meet Cute, which is mm. amazing that no one even knows what this is because it's Pete Davidson and Kaylee Cuoco, and uh, it's not very good. But uh, I just thought I'd mention it
0: yeah that movie definitely came out of nowhere i don't remember seeing it on any of the lists when we were putting together our trailer episode lists and uh yeah i I don't know where that came from but uh you are wrong about three thousand years of longing but that's okay one of the
1: (laughs) one of the more dreadful movie experiences i've had this year
0: (laughs) fair enough fair enough let's talk about some october movies and like i said there's a lot of Halloween, a lot of spooky stuff, and kicking it off is Mr. Harrigan's Phone on Netflix on October 5th, which is a Stephen King adaptation uh, produced by Ryan Murphy and directed by John Lee Hancock, who did The Little Things oh, and yeah. the Blind Side. I think it's about an old guy who befriends this kid, and the kid gets him a phone, and the old guy dies, but he keeps getting messages from the old guy? Is that Yeah, happens? we talked
1: about this on Awesome Movie right? Year. You, neither you nor Josh remember this, but I had mentioned this as an upcoming project. Maybe we had covered Donald Sutherland or something, or John Lee Hancock. I don't remember. But um, I like the concept of it, and uh, mm-hmm. I think you're pretty much right. This kid's getting bullied, and then, um, you know, he called him, oh, Mr. Harrigan, I wish you were still here. And I think we're going to find out some real secrets about this Harrigan Ooh, fellow. Yeah, sure. so um, my uh, pieces were uh, white noise at a Michael Keaton movie where he was hearing, you know, kind of sounds from beyond. This kind of felt sure. like that kind of updated communication on that. I put phone booth in there with Colin Farrell because I needed a phone centric movie, you know.
0: Okay, fair.
1: And then, uh, as I mentioned, I think we're going to find out that Mister Harrigan, the old man, had some uh, had some uh, deep tucked away skeletons in the closet. So I went with uh, apt pupil, which was oh, a good God. movie, you know. But um, Brian Singer's got uh, some skeletons in his closet, doesn't Yeesh. he? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: By the way, uh, was it Ordinary People that you brought up Mr. Harrington's phone? Hey, bro, you You did a good one. All right, there we go. Um, I had a movie from this year, which obviously is too new, but maybe you could go back to the short story that it was adapted from, uh, Stephen King's son's The Black Phone, uh, which I did not really like the movie, but, uh, you know... Didn't you hate the movie? I thought
1: you hated the movie
0: i i i feel like i've been too negative this episode i'm just gonna say i didn't like it but yeah just I, be honest my, it's it's like my least favorite it. movie this year that's not called the bubble but um anyway uh <laughs> yeah th- there's a phone that you know the kid's getting help and clues through this mysterious phone to to the dead you know so there, it seems like there's a lot of uh, influence there from his son's story or maybe it came first i'm not sure but uh the other one I thought of was the Night House from last year with Rebecca Hall, which is a good scary movie. Um, and she's getting texts from her dead husband in it. So again, I went with the uh, the phone connection to the dead. It seems like a a thing, you know. I, I feel like nowadays phones are so connected to our our lives that it, you you kind of have to write them into these kind of stories. So it makes sense there. So uh, those are my pieces. Up next on the Oh man,
1: Dave, breaking communication. This is amazing. This is my favorite thing that's ever happened. I've received a direct message from Gina Mazzoni right now. And it says, Dave's lying. He detested (laughs) the black phone. (laughs) Fucking detested it. (laughs) What a break in. Bravo, Gina. Uh,
0: I guess I can't hide it any longer. (laughs) That's the truth. Awful movie, just so bad. I don't know how people like that, but uh, anyway, um, next up is Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Jason, I'm sure you're excited for this one. Uh, October 7th in theaters, uh, Sean Mendez stars as Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Uh, it's a very ridiculous looking musical adaptation of the kid's character. The main reason I wanted to include it on the list, though, is so we could talk about how amazing Javier Bardem looks in this. Um, <laughs> I agree with you. I was like, what is Javier Bardem doing in this? And then he just looks hilarious. So. <laughs> it looks so uh, ridiculous. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's uh,
1: Sean Mendes? Shawn,
0: he's a big pop singer. He's like a, he's like an Ed Sheeran type, you know?
1: Yeah. He's, he's got some big hits. Yeah, now I knew who he was. I wanted to hear you tell me. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, listen. So, uh, no, this doesn't look good at all. And we've seen like 38 versions of this lately. Clifford, the big red dog, right? Mm -hmm. Sonic's kind of a version of this. This all stems from Paddington, which is the the best, right? Sure. Um, And then, I don't know if you've seen uh, this movie on Netflix. It's called Arlo the Alligator Boy. And it's about this alligator who lives in the bayou and uh, wants to go to New York to become famous. It's, um, not very good, but at least Gene is not messaging me that I'm lying about it.
0: Sure. Sure. There you go. It's good to be honest on these podcasts, Jason. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had Clifford on my list as well. Um, I mean, you know, it's a big, crazy animated animal getting his family into trouble. I also had sing, uh, the, those movies that, you know, totally confound me with animated animals, singing pop songs, uh, This seems to be like a lot more musical than a lot of these movies are because of the casting of Shawn Mendes. So like, I don't know anything about Lila Crocodile. Like, is he normally a a singer? Is that like a big part of of this character? Do you know?
1: I don't know anything about it, but I did recognize the lead kid from Timmy Failure. Mistakes were made a favorite of all of ours.
0: Yeah, sure, absolutely. Let's go uh, back to Halloween time uh, and talk about Hellraiser coming to Hulu on October seventh. A new reboot of the classic Clive Barker story, this time with Jamie Clayton from The L Word, Generation Q, and Sensei uh, stepping in to play Pinhead. It hopefully is going to be more like the first two Hellraisers because I just rewatched those for the first time in twenty-something years uh, just recently, and they're great. Those first two, and it looks good. Um, it's the director of the Night House, which I just brought up recently. So hopefully, it'll be good.
1: You know, I'm going to disagree with you. I was like, I didn't think this this didn't bring any fear, any scariness. I was, it, I felt like this trailer felt very flat. Like, I remember those Pinhead trail, you know, from when we were kids. And when you would see Pinhead, it was scary, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and this none of it felt scary to me, which is, you know, the opposite of, I think, the next trailer we're going to cover, which I thought was incredibly effective. And, you know, yeah. one of the things this year, is, as we've, we've talked about, it, is, like, a lot of these horror movies um, have been real duds, but they've done really good trailers. But this yeah. trailer just didn't feel good, didn't feel like much to me. Um, it did feel a lot like stranger things to me. And, um, and I, I put down this idea, uh, Shazam, uh, because of the whole, like, you are calling people from another world and you're going to the other world and there's a whole thing. I don't know. It, it, it yeah. didn't mean much to me, but that's what I got out of it.
0: So. Okay. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Well, you know, and, and to the, the scariness of it, I mean, it's more just like, fucked up those movies then it is scary like it's like weird and creepy but but strange more strange than anything i I didn't get any of. i'm saying i
1: felt like this felt flat i didn't get the creepiness of it so
0: okay well uh i went with saw because of the puzzle boxes and a thing i think if we end up covering hellraiser like it's gonna be one of those episodes where a lot of the things that influenced it were probably themselves inspired by the original right. hellraiser it's such right. an influential movie the other one i thought of was mortal Kombat because there's a lot of like visual cues to the way that uh the, this underworld is is created uh with the chains and the fire and all that kind of stuff but again that's another one that feels like it was probably inspired by the original hellraiser so well, those are my well, pieces there, you
1: know underworld underneath you know yes. upside down yeah, there you go. Stranger Banger, Things.
0: Stranger things. Yeah, I like there it. We go. I like it. Well, next up, uh, Halloween ends. Uh, theaters and Peacock on October 14th. The final chapter of the David Gordon Green, Danny McBride Halloween reboot trilogy. Um, probably going to be the final one to feature Jamie Lee Curtis. Although, then again, we've said that many times before. Uh, I really did not like the last one so i don't I don't know what to expect with this I really? mean, it looked like sure you were excited
1: there. about it. It looked like you were excited about this uh trailer here
0: no, not particularly i yeah. <laughs> I, just, I feel like we have to be because it's Halloween, but you know
1: I mean I like the idea of like, hey, I gotta take you out, and if I have to die, you know then I'm gonna die with it and then you know um the other idea of um. Jamie Lee Curtis having this huge renaissance right now with everything everywhere all at once. And now, this, yeah, and I sure. think we could see some really fun stuff from her. I thought this trailer looked really good. So, yeah. what do I know?
0: So, well, I, I don't think the trailer in Australia looks bad. I just think the last two sucked. And so, yeah. it's like, it's no matter how good the trailer is, like, it's hard to get excited for it, you know?
1: Well, you're going to be excited about my puzzle pieces right oh, now, Dave. Can't, wait. can't wait. She's walking around in the house with a knife. You know, that feels like Scream, which probably feels like an older Halloween, right? Another thing that's like influenced sure. by itself, probably. Um, I put a um, trick or treat. You remember when we covered that on, uh, yeah. on an awesome movie year? Because there is that whole like what's going on in the neighborhood while everyone's trick or treating type feel. Yeah. And then, of course, she lures him into, uh, well, there's a whole thing where Michael Myers. Uh, you know, kills this what looked what appears to be a, a, a radio, a, a DJ or a, a disc jockey, as they used to call the radio jockey yes. Dave. You know, and uh, so you know, I thought of the fog, which we we covered an awesome movie year as like a horror movie homage there. But if, I think we can all agree the biggest puzzle piece, Dave. She's luring Michael Myers to the house, and he's going to get in all the booby
0: traps like Home
1: Alone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. Yeah, good one. That, that's a that's a very good one. Uh, I, I wonder if if I brought up Home Alone on the first uh, of this like reboot trilogy. I don't know, but because that that is that is good. There, there's a lot of booby trapping for uh, for Michael Myers going on. But uh, speaking of what I brought up on previous ones, uh, this might seem lazy to you, but um, because you're gonna put
1: Halloween. The... I'm gonna punch you in the face.
0: Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> Um, I went back to our Halloween Kills episode and literally just wrote down all of the puzzle pieces we talked about. (laughs) And I'm just going to recite them off for you right now. All right. We talked about Alien Covenant, Frankenstein, Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 4, signs, the South Park townspeople, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, The Last Jedi, The Purge, and The Simpsons. So I'm going to assume most, if not all, of these same pieces will apply here.
1: You know what felt more lazy? Not that you did that, but that people on or you on that episode were like, you
0: know what influenced Halloween? Halloween! (laughs) To to be fair, uh, David Mycor, my guest on that episode, he he brought up very specific moments and things that... uh, you know, we're callbacks and Easter eggs and things like that. well,
1: pardon me, measure my core. I didn't realize yeah. that. yes uh, if you're one of, if you're like a super fan and you could be like, "Hey, this relates to this, then then that's fair. I take it by back By all
0: means by all you means you still stink, though, Dave. Yeah, I know that's that's <laughs> Let's talk about the curse of Bridge Hollow coming to Netflix on October fourteenth. Um, I didn't even see this one. You brought this one to my attention. um, but uh, it's a. Like a family-friendly horror comedy, it stars Marlon Wayans. Who I was just wondering, where has Marlon Wayans been? He hasn't really been in much lately. Uh, Kelly Rowlands, uh, a bunch of like comedy-related people. Rob Riggle, and, yeah, yeah, Rob Riggle. Um, it, I don't know. It looks kind of fun in that like silly, goofy kind of way.
1: I'm excited for it, and that is horrifying to me. And This looks <laughs> like a Halloween movie that I would. Can, like try to write type thing, you know. So yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, they move to this town and they're the town is all excited about the holiday. But then, you know, uh, they unleash a spell and all the Halloween decorations come to life or something. Something and they like have to that, fight yeah. the decorations before midnight. Some nonsense, but it looked fun. I yeah.
0: don't know. Leave me alone. By the way, uh, just to throw in before you get to it, uh, let's bring Trick or Treat back up again because that's right. Right here. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think that could have been on a lot of them. I mean, not surprisingly, Hocus Pocus uh, yeah. is on there because of the whole like old town lore and everything. And we didn't talk about Hocus Pocus too, which also comes out this week. And then, you know, things come into life at night. You go right to Night at the Museum. Yeah. Oh, and Hubie Halloween that's the
0: the first one on my list yeah absolutely this is it being a netflix movie it almost at first felt like it was gonna be a sequel to huby halloween it seems like the same setup practically uh the other one i thought of is werewolves within which uh was another like kind of crowd pleasing light like horror movie not family friendly though because it does get gory but uh very goofy though um so that that was from uh 2020 i believe And then maybe throw in some Ghostbusters as well while you're at it. So, uh, you know, a lot of that kind of spooky, family-friendly kind of comedy. I mean,
1: I can almost guarantee you this is one I'll watch this coming month.
0: Awesome. Great. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Next up is Bitch Ass on VOD, also October 14th, with Tony Todd Sharing the story of the first black masked serial killer. It looks absolutely ridiculous. Um, <laughs> yeah, it looks outfits. great. <laughs> it looks great.
1: You know, first of all, the name is fantastic too. Oh, right? yeah. So, um, you know, this is, I you had Saw earlier. This is where I put Saw because they're like, we're going to play a game and we're going to do this and do all the murders. And then, uh, you know, it's one of those, um, y- y- you know, this theme has been pretty constant uh, this year where people go to a remote place and you know, I mean you met we talked about X a minute ago, right? They go to a remote place and they don't realize they're they're gonna get murdered by the murderers there. But I think a little more specifically the theme of like we're breaking in, right? And we're because we're the power people and then you broke into the wrong house and yeah. now you about to get that ass bitched. <laughs>
0: is that a phrase did you just make that up <laughs> i mean
1: that's what that's what i'm here
0: for so there you go uh I, I like it um i'll go with uh don't breathe also for that same reason of breaking into the wrong house um also tales from the hood which absolutely freaking rules and uh tony todd seems to be uh you know channeling some clarence williams the third in there so uh that uh, is is a classic. So I would be down for more of that. And then I had Saw on my list as well, like you said.
1: You're a classic, Dave. You're a classic. So, hey, what's the one? Uh, It's on AMC Plus right now. It did well at the festivals. It's from uh, another country, uh, and it's another one of those, like, you broke into the wrong house type deals. supposed to be
0: insane. Is that Speak No Evil? Yeah, that's the one. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I heard great things about it. You want to come over and watch it? Let's do it. I'm down. All right. We'll be back, guys. (laughs) All right. Next up, White Bird, A Wonder Story. We're stepping away from the uh, Halloween stuff for a minute. This is coming to theaters October 14th. It is the inexplicable prequel... (laughs) <laughs> to the movie Wonder uh, where, where a young boy with a deformity Is having trouble fitting in at school And dealing with bullying And now we go back in time I believe it's the bully's mom When she was in school during uh, World War II and, uh, and the bullying she dealt with um, I, I don't know So I don't know what so actually
1: this. it's a sequel prequel
0: because okay, so it goes it, back so, and forward
1: well, no, I think it starts forward because the bully—it's about the bully, right? Like, hey, you bullied okay. this kid. Now, let me tell you why bullying's bad. Because okay. I'm a Jew. It's because I'm a Jew, <laughs> and the Holocaust happened is what can, the preview can, leads you to believe, right? Can I just so. say
0: when I when I saw this trailer in the theater and the kid is looking at her drawings and goes, "These are pretty good for a Jew," and then the music goes boom, I laughed. Out loud in a quiet theater, and I felt like such an asshole. It was I just mean, the funniest shit I ever heard. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> yeah. Also, like Jews
1: aren't known for like being bad artists. It's not like right. these are pretty good for a Jew, <laughs> Jew right? Like you, <laughs> right? It's not like one of the things. You, you know, like it's a weird thing to like, you know, tack on for a Jew for it and everything. Yeah. Like that, so. <laughs> so strange. What do you have uh, for
0: pieces here?
1: Um, uh, let's see. Inglorious bastards, because it sure. seems like they're doing a little uh historical rewriting. Um then this kind of like time jump uh Holocaust y Holocausty, I don't like that one. So. <laughs> take um. Hey Dave. <laughs> did you <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna move forward. <laughs> did you hear about? Uh, did you hear about the the Gentile who went into the Jewish bakery and uh, wanted to buy some bread and and asked the baker how much does the Holocaust? And the baker <laughs> says about six million of us. <laughs> I'm Jewish. I can I can tell that joke. Too. We both are. So, yeah, it's
0: it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good uh no I, you yeah, I I do- might want to cut that <laughs> i threw in the karate kid for a bullying movie <laughs> all so, right uh, wait yeah. wait
1: i have i have real ones here okay. i actually had real ones what did i mention dave what, what uh, movie are we talking about you a mentioned glorious bastards right? so
0: yeah, yeah. That's the no wait i put are.
1: i put atonement because there's atoning in a warlike situation right cinema paradiso because there seems to be like a whole Am I on the right movie? <laughs> How did I get these <laughs> I'm pieces? <not> sure.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, am This is weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, but no, but there was like a whole thing of like them getting together, right? And like, do you want to see uh, the world? You, can, you know, right? Am I talking about the right thing? And then I had Hugo in the reader. That feels like it's right. There must have been a whole thing about them like makeshifting a movie in the, in the preview. Because I put both of them down.
0: I feel like you watched the Fableman's trailer honestly like (laughs) speaking of jews right (laughs) dave jews yeah all right i feel like we should move on to our next uh what did you put in uh the the karate kid and then i tried to think of like the most inexplicable prequel and i went with cruella so like you know a a movie that tells the backstory of a character that you really wouldn't have expected to need a backstory for you know what would be
1: interesting is if we could find a puzzle piece that has like that same thing of like Hey, we're moving forward in this story and also telling what happened before the story, like a sandwich. A Quiet piece.
0: Place Part 2. Oh,
1: that my. Did that. Yeah. There you go.
0: There we That's... go. I got one. Yeah, let's move on to Black Adam. This movie looks ridiculous. Uh, it's coming to theaters October 21st. It's DC's biggest anti hero, starring The Rock. He's part of the Shazam universe, apparently. This movie's been in the works for a long time. He's apparently a big character, and they're hanging a lot of hope on this thing. Uh, even though I had never even heard of him until I heard, "Oh, The Rock is making a superhero movie called Black Adam." Um, are, do you know this character? Uh, no,
1: I mean they they did a little Easter egg, you know, post credit scene in a DC League of Super Pets, mm-hmm. um, which is still on my top ten list this year, which tells you how bad movies are um but yeah i mean because the rock played a dog voice and he plays black adam so you know he was doing like the rock is you know doing everything so uh but you know i did see at the end of the preview at the end of the trailer they were like advertising the comic books too so i don't know how many people you know beyond comic book and dc fans actually know the character but it Mm. looks you know it's gonna have big explosions and the rock's gonna be you know uh you know Clint Eastwoody. you know i don't like uh, i don't uh, i don't do i don't know, i i don't that uh, yeah okay so um you know when you do the the anti-hero i feel like this is the most referenced puzzle piece for me when we're doing the anti-hero superhero movie i always go back to logan cuz that's still my favorite you know yeah um and i know i mentioned that a lot but there was this whole thing about like i was a slave and then i died and then i became a god and my mm-hmm. son died for me right and that was very thor love and thunder wasn't that like the whole thing with yeah. christian bale's character yeah and then uh it, it had a, a watchman feel to it this whole idea of like uh the emotional tonage or lack of their uh lack thereof with the god it, it had a little watchman feel that last watchman miniseries was awesome
0: all right right on yeah, I'm glad we didn't uh, overlap with our superhero puzzle pieces, because uh, I had the first Iron Man on my list, um, I'm pretty sure there was a scene in Iron Man where he's whacking planes out of the sky, you know, while flying next to them, so I mean, that just kind of seemed like right out of that, and then the other one I had, you know, The Rock and Vin Diesel are pretty linked, you know, cosmically almost, so I went with Bloodshot, Vin Diesel's attempt at launching a superhero movie, and... Uh, didn't quite work out, but they both are just like completely unstoppable. And, you know, that's not surprising given their like actual personas in real life, the kind of superhero they'd want to play, you know. So mm. it fits. Mm.
1: All right. There we go. Here's the big one, Dave. This is gonna be the big date movie coming up, right?
0: You gotta have a date movie in the month of October. Uh this is Ticket to Paradise in theaters October twenty-first, starring George Clooney and Julia Roberts. Reuniting uh, after the Oceans movies and Money Monster. And uh, they're playing a divorced couple who go on a trip to stop their daughter from marrying some guy. uh, And then they may or may not get back together. Uh, Right, they hate each other, but they got to work
1: together. That's right. this guy, they don't know him. You know, uh, I'll tell you what it looks like. It looks like a movie from 20 years ago. Like, oh, we have a big ten-pole comedy and the main stars are going to be wacky. Although it seems a little unlikable what they're doing like hey let's let's steal the rings and do all this and whatever but you know we both they're both good at comedy there's a beautiful setting it's a date movie we'll see how it does maybe it'll be a hit who knows nothing's a hit anymore dave that's true Um, that's true i mean this is uh forgetting sarah marshall this Mm -hmm. is also my best friend's wedding with the sabotage and then you got this the setting and the the wackiness that ensues i put the white lotus which uh quite a strange uh mini li- limited series there a
0: lot of hbo yeah. limited series on my list apparently too. Yeah. yeah apparently i i love that show so much so, so i dig it um Uh, I will uh, throw in there maybe It's Complicated um, for another of those, you know, kind of movies. You know, speaking of making a movie in 2022 that is a throwback to old-style movies, I I threw Marry Me on the list, the Jennifer Lopez movie, because that is, like, just so perfectly... Back in time, you know, and so it just felt like a, a good one. Also, even though it's not a father-daughter thing, um, I thought of Sofia Coppola's On the Rocks with uh, Bill Murray um, and his daughter kind of going to stop a uh, relationship from happening.
1: The thing with Marry Me, though, is it, was, it, was, it just went right to streaming, though, right? It didn't have, like, a theatrical release. That's why I think you could still make these movies, but to actually just go, like, we're going all in on theatrical, like, that's what interests me about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, when you have stars this big, it's it's good that they're at least trying. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, the last one uh, I'm actually really looking forward to. It's uh, The Good Nurse. Uh, it'll be on Netflix October 26th um, from director Tobias Lindholm, who uh, did A War and also uh, was a co-writer, I believe, on Another Round and The Hunt. Um, stars Jessica Chastain and Eddie Redmayne. And a true story about, uh, I, I believe a nurse who is like killing people by overdosing them in the hospital with, uh, insulin and it looks creepy and good and, uh, they're good actors. And
1: right? there's about 50 podcasts that cover this territory or really? Dr. Death and this and it's all like, yeah, I feel like this is a very true crime podcast, uh, podcast. You know, I mean, this is based on a true story. I wonder if there was a podcast about this. Um, the other piece I picked was the last season of Fargo and uh, Jesse Buckley's character that I just wanted to strangle the entire season, which was an effective portrayal. But she was a nurse who did the murders, Dave. Uh, oh, I haven't seen it yet. Had, oh, well, spoiler alert. Um, here's a, here's another one that uh, 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 which is a better series, even. Yellow Jackets, where Christina Ricci is a nurse who, I don't know if she does the murders, but she definitely mistreats her patients.
0: All right. Well, speaking of uh, doctors or nurses who do murders, I thought of Dr. Giggles, which I haven't seen since high school, but, uh, you know. (laughs) Dr.
1: Giggles.
0: (laughs) Why not? Uh, Also, you know, maybe there's, you know, a caretaker harming the person, a little Munchausen by proxy. I thought of, like, Love You to Death and the act, like that whole story, which, again, takes you back to the whole true crime podcast. Cause I'm sure there's a right. hundred podcasts about that. Mommy so. dead and
1: dearest and blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah.
0: So. so yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. That's our last movie for the month of October. Um, I know there's a lot more coming, especially in limited release, things like tar and triangle of sadness and, uh, the Banshees of Innesharan, which I can't wait for, but I'm not sure when the full release of that is. Um, I know we're talking about covering Amsterdam when it comes out, the new David O. Russell movie. Um, Were there any other uh, October movies you wanted to kind of shout out before we wrap it up?
1: Um, You mentioned a a good amount of them. Um, So Armageddon Time is going to be, that's James Gray's movie. That's going to be at the, uh, I don't know when we'll get that, but there's so many movies that we didn't. Here's here's just a partial list that, you know, Bromates, Operation Seawolf, Catherine Called Birdie. Loneliest Boy in the World, Stars at Noon, you know, um, and then Wendell and Wild, All Quiet on the Western Front, School for Good and Evil, just tons of stuff. And yeah. any of these would have been worth uh, looking at. And of course, Scott Adkins, Accident Man, Hitman's Holiday.
0: Oh boy, exciting. Yeah, Wendell and Wild, uh, also, th- that's the stop motion one, right? With uh, uh, Jordan Peele, there's a part of it, I believe. Um, that, that, that should be really cool.
1: Yeah, um, I just think it's weird that they have the flashbacks to, um, you know, the Holocaust. Yeah, of course.
0: (laughs) Jason, that does it. Uh, Is there something you watched recently you want to recommend before we wrap this up?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Well, I liked Emily the Criminal a lot. Yeah, I'll recommend something, Dave, because I think I've recommended this before. You know what? Here's what I'm going to recommend. Have I talked about Trapped, the Icelandic two-season miniseries that's about... Talk about good murder mysteries you can get wrapped up in. Have I talked about that on this
0: show? I I know you've told me about it. I don't remember if it was on an episode or not, but, you know, we got new listeners all the time. Tell them about it.
1: It's great. It's got uh, this actor who uh, we would recognize from Eurovision, but he's an actor who you know does a ton of Icelandic shows and movies and also does um you know American English stuff it's Olafur Dario Olafsson. he's so good but anyway there were two seasons of this on um that are on Prime right now called Trapped but recently Netflix just started um airing last year's sequel which is you know 8 to 10 years later called Entrapped and it's as good as the rest of them so Uh, that's three seasons worth of goodness for you dave
0: beautiful maybe we'll uh maybe we'll check that out we're finally watching succession which i know you've told me to watch a million times and uh, isn't it the best it's pretty great so maybe we'll get to that next but uh jason this is great as always tell people where they can find you and what's going on with the awesome movie here
1: oh dave you can find me all over the socials i got so many social medias i'm so social dave i'm at jason harris comedy or j harris comedy on all the socials go for jason on letterbox plus don't forget on instagram i got my new projects the trivia party and eat this comedy and uh dave when are we gonna do a trivia night for the popcorn and puzzle pieces
0: group it is seriously on the plans i i have been researching how the best way we're gonna do it we're gonna make that happen so everybody should definitely make sure they are in the Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces Facebook group because we will be doing that soon. Trivia night with Jason, and uh, that is going to be a lot of fun, so definitely. Yeah, and we'll do that
1: all as movie trivia. I have so many rounds on movie trivia. It'll be fun.
0: Awesome. Well, Jason, as always, thank you for being here, and uh, we will talk to you again soon.
1: Okay, Dave, but don't forget, you really hated that movie. Years we've covered in past seasons include 1994, 2003, 1977, and 1984. And we've got all of film history to look forward to. So check us out at AwesomeMovieYear.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: All right. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation about some of the movies coming in October. Thanks to Jason Harris, as always, for being here. Make sure to check out Awesome Movie Year. And uh, while you're at it, make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. We'd appreciate your five-star ratings, whether that's on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods or uh, Spotify, wherever it is you're listening. Drop those five-star ratings. It helps make sure the show gets seen by more people. And that's what we're here for, right? So uh, you could also follow us on social media at piecingpod.com. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. And check out our Patreon, the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, where I post bonus and advanced content from Piecing It Together. Uh, We actually have a bunch of advanced episodes in there right now, although a couple of them will be hitting the main feed very soon. I think... Emily the Criminal will come out next week and then Bullet Train, I think, the week after that. Uh, But there's still a few others in there, too, that are just waiting for rental release dates and stuff like that. And I believe we're recording one on Barbarian this weekend, uh, which will hit the patreon first and we'll save that one for rental too so lots of great stuff over there on the patreon also from awesome movie year they have a new bonus episode launching on there and then stuff from my music career i am working on two new albums right now to release in the next year or so but songs and previews and uh, bonus cuts stuff like that will all be hitting the patreon so check it out it's the produced by david Rosen patreon Patreon.com slash bydavidrosen. So speaking of my music, let's close this out with a piece of my music. And I think I'm going to go with... You know what? We're getting into that Halloween season with October. So let's go with something spooky. Uh, I'm going to go with a single I released around Halloween time uh, a couple years back. Um, And it's also part of my david rosen halloween playlist on spotify uh it's called stalker so uh this is a single i released and uh i hope you enjoy it we'll be back with more piecing it together real soon